Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. We're going to move on to our next guest. You just had this problem. Lana Snoyman. Um, and uh, Lana is... Well, Lana's doing also incredible work. Lana is a trauma counselor. She is a behavioral trainer for SADAC, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. She's a lecturer. Um, she's been working in the space for many, many years and helping people, um, with self-esteem, bullying, bereavement. And that really, that's just to name a few topics. So Lana, welcome and thank you very much for joining us. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for having me. You know, before, a little bit earlier when I introduced, I, I said, you know, I'd, I'd like to talk to you about being diagnosed um, with a, a, an illness like cancer and the trauma of that and to deal with the anxiety and to deal with the depression that can come with that. And so interesting, and I'm hoping that you were listening to when we had Nomsa on and she had been <laughs> diagnosed and she went through a period of losing her husband and her mother and her brother. And for six years, she she didn't dance and she had this deep depression that she spoke about. Um, and yet returning to dance for her was part of her healing in that she could express her emotions and let go of everything so I, I, let's let's talk about that um let, let let's 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 um let's i think maybe let's go for a break a quick ad break and after that lana let's just talk to this being diagnosed and having the you know the shock of this of this diagnosis and and what do you do with that what do you how, how do you hold that trauma where, where do you go with it if you if you can't dance and express your emotions that way so let's take a break lana and then we'll we'll cross to you as soon as the, the, the ads are finished thank you life isn't about avoiding the bruises it's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Welcome back to the DL Link Show on 101.9 High FM. Nikki Severini here. And we have Lana Snoyman on the show, who's a trauma counselor, a behavioral trainer for SADAC, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, and a lecturer. We're talking about navigating our way through trauma. And before the break, um, I asked Lana to be diagnosed. Um, you know, we will get to COVID, but certainly to have a cancer diagnosis, um, the trauma, the shock, the horror, the anxiety and depression, that can come with us. How does one navigate um, this path? Okay, so firstly, Nikki, one would hope that the doctor delivering the diagnosis has some sensitivity and empathy. I don't think this can be emphasized enough. It is a life-changing diagnosis. It's a shock. It can send the body into all semblances of paralysis. So to receive something like this on this grand scale, one has to process the enormity of the potential of being in no man's land. Life suddenly is hijacked. Where to from now? A million thoughts consume your hidden heart space. Is there a future? Is there hope? Am I going to survive? What about my children, my dependents? Am I the breadwinner? Where to from here? So perhaps to reach out to the doctor, ask for support groups or ask for 
um, friends that perhaps uh, have gone through various uh, elements and supports through due to cancers. Um, and then obviously to contact the DL Link, who run the most incredible supportive services. Well, you, you, thank Lana, you actually have an, a, a connection with the DR Link yourself, um, having lost some loved ones um, to cancer. What, what is your association with the DR Link? So I only connected with Michelle recently. The reason is mainly because a year ago I lost a very close cousin of mine to glioblastoma, yeah. which is a malignant tumor affecting the brain or the spine. Um, it is fatal, and unfortunately, um, there is no hope for the patient. It results in headaches, nausea, drowsiness, blurred vision, and many, many um, seizures. So when we lost Kevin, that really shook me up and made me think. He handed himself over to his expert team of medical specialists. Now, please understand, not for a second am I judging him. I had a lot of thought about this, and I was thinking, what about if he would have had an outreach? He only went for the medical as far as support was concerned. He had the radiation, the chemo, the surgery over and over again as he became more more debilitated. But having said that, I kept thinking about the DL link and how they could have assisted him, his family, the outreach, it would have been invaluable, respecting the fact that that was his need. So I'm hearing each and individual, each and every individual and their needs, and obviously respecting the fact that no two cases present the same way and their needs are so incredibly unique. Lana, with with this kind of a diagnosis, and, and I'm with you because, you know, doing this show every week and coming across people who are diagnosed, and I so often um, want to connect people with the DL link. And, you know, it is interesting because, and, and I, I also absolutely respect everybody's unique response to it. From your point of view, from what you see dealing, helping people with trauma, is there a way that you can navigate this space with, you know, going to a doctor. That's a, a kind of control you have, but ultimately you have very little control. I mean, you're going to go for certain treatments and you're going to watch your diet and that, that you have, you know, a certain amount of control over. But what do you, what do you do with, with that? Um, this idea of relinquishing control, having a trust, having a, 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 within that a purpose and a desire to still continue to do what you're doing. Um, how, how is there a, I, I understand what you're saying. Everyone's different, but is, is there a way? Is there a process? Are there steps that you can take to say, I'm accepting this? I'm going with it, I'm doing what I can, and I'm in acceptance. Right. So once the person is at that stage of having processed the diagnosis, I think it's absolutely crucial that they find a place in which they could be safely held, in which they can be heard, in which they feel safe enough to be so vulnerable. They can express their deepest, darkest fears, their anxieties, Everything that is perhaps running like a tornado through their head and heart space, mm. a safe hearing place in which to land, in which you can be held and comforted. So whether it's a cancer support group, whether it is a friend who's recovering, whether it is a doctor, your oncologist, whomsoever, remember that 
as these symptoms start progressing, each individual warrior will present differently depending on their respective diagnosis. So taking that into account, whether it's feelings of overwhelming anxiety, um, depression, all these types of things will result in a person becoming more and more debilitated, be it physically, emotionally, and they need that crutch to help them put one foot in front of another to start moving forward. So whether it's assisting with perhaps work, assisting with lift schemes, assisting with cooking, assisting with uh, relationships going forward, uh, financial input, all these type of things to start putting in place become very, very important. In your area also of expertise dealing with trauma, I mean, there's so much recent research that's going into using certain drugs, psilocybin, for example, um, that is being used in a very controlled way to help people with something like post-traumatic stress disorder, with something like a diagnosis where the anxiety or depression can, can come up. What are your thoughts? I mean, it's certainly in South Africa, I know that there's a pending court case, but in um, certain states in the United States and in the UK, there is a lot more funding going into investigating this kind of treatment. Uh, what, what your thoughts in, in this area? Nikki, I can't talk to the specific pharmacology. I can't talk to the medicinal intervention. I can only talk to the psychological support. Yeah. Um, I, th- that's, that's my strength. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, I just bring it up because I, I recently watched a, a incredible documentary about the use of psilocybin, um, with, with, pa- with, with patients who are, um, suffering from certain terminal illnesses and just the impact that this is having. Um, and it's just an exciting field of, of investigation when it comes to dealing with trauma. Um, you yeah. know, look, looking at, um, COVID and certainly the, the increase in medication, anxiety medication, medication to help with depression. Are there ways, Lana, that people can also find their way? I mean, I, I personally went through a, a horrific um, incident when it came to COVID, not personally, but, uh, well, not myself. I, I, I had COVID, but my husband got really, really ill, and I found the whole micromanaging of it. Um, obviously, it's saving lives, and thank God for Hatsola, and you're taking your temperature, and it's the oxygen levels and all of that. But I have to say that it definitely triggered an anxiety inside of me, anxiety that I never had before and and something was awakened. So I I found that it took a long period of time to overcome it. And I'm not talking about the exhaustion. I'm not talking about any, I'm talking from a psychological point of view. Are you finding that you as a trauma counselor, are you helping people who've been through COVID and are dealing with this kind of anxiety? Nikki, there are insane amounts of people who are struggling at this point in time. Uh, be it the vulnerability to loss in its many, many complicated forms, be it loss of job, be it loss of self-worth, finances, relationships crumbling. Um, there's a lack of self-care that comes with all of this. And I'm finding that COVID has imposed tremendous strain on all of us. And um, people, could, they could have the best marriage and relationship or working situation, but to suddenly be surrounded with somebody 24-7, starts to place a strain on one. 
And it's how to navigate boundaries. It's how to look at a safe space that is nurturing and comforting for oneself, to give oneself time for self-care and healing to get through these very challenging times. So whether it's going out to exercise for that hour, whether it's uh, maybe cooking in bulk or even asking some assistance for some help with the cooking, there's so many ways and avenues that one should take care going forward and realizing that this COVID is unprecedented. Nobody living right now has ever experienced anything like this. And the resultant effect is that we've all been floundering. It's like we're all in this hurricane pulling us down because we do not have the safety and security knowing where we'll be next week, next month. The luxury of planning long ahead has been taken away from us. And I think it's so crucial that nowadays it's vital that we engage all of our senses here now in the present. And that is the only thing we are sure of right here and right now to help us cope is work in the now, being mindful. Mm. Lana, I'm gonna, we're going to take a, a break. It's so interesting that that's what we're talking about more and more, being mindful, being in this moment, because as you say, this unknown future is what's creating a tremendous amount of stress and anxiety. A quick break, Lana. We'll be right back. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Thanks for staying with us. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. Um, on the show today, I have Lana Snoyman, who's a trauma counselor, behavioral trainer for SADAG, which is a South African depression and anxiety group and a lecturer as well. Um, we've been discussing um, the, the trauma around being diagnosed uh, with an illness. We've been talking about um, COVID and navigating this very strange world where we are, yes, living together in close quarters with people who we've, you know, we've kind of only spent a few hours with under normal circumstances. And it's a whole new world. People losing jobs, people um, losing loved ones and people facing changes in their health. So it's this huge unknown. Um, and Lana, you said unprecedented. You know, we're all trying to make our way through this very difficult time. But just before the break, you said um, about you spoke about engaging our senses. You spoke about working in the present moment, working on being in the present moment. And we've spoken about mindfulness before on the show. And I always love to leave our listeners um, with one or two pointers. What, what does that mean, engage our sense, uh, senses? For people who are finding it so difficult, what pointers do you have um, to really work with this being in the now? So, Nikki, I find this so tangible for every single one of us. Being blessed with sight, smell, taste, touch, and hearing, it's to tune into every one of our senses, whether it's enjoying a beautiful sensory experience with a massage, whether it is um, having a scrumptious meal, listening Mm. to the birds, looking at the beautiful rainbow after a sensational thunderstorm. Walking in nature, smelling the flowers, this is being present in the moment and above all being grateful for what we have right now can help us face many, many challenges moving forward. 
So those are the two pointers we're going to really leave with today is being present, using your senses to bring yourself into this present moment and gratitude. Um, and we've, I've said it before, you know, every time you think of something to be grateful for, you've got these wonderful hormones moving through your body as well. And, and, uh, uh it just puts you in a, in a different uh, physiological and psychological state. So Lana, thank you so much. Thanks for spending time with us. Thanks for doing what you do, um, in the community. And, uh, it's been really great having you on the show today. Thanks, Nikki. It's a pleasure.